This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. All right, listeners, it's that time of the year again, and we've got some exciting news to share with you. The Deeply Graphic Design team will be partnering once again with Adobe Max, the creative conference, November 4th through the 6th in Los Angeles, California. Designers from all over the world come to Max to learn from their design heroes, to hear the latest industry trends, and to get inspired to create their best work. Not only will we be there for live interviews and episodes, but the Adobe Max folks have given us a special discount for all the DGDC listeners. Use the promo code P19DGDC. That's P19DGDC to receive your discounted rate. Stay tuned for more information on future episodes, and we can't wait to see you at Adobe Max. You're listening to the Deeply Graphic Design Cast, the show about all things design, from the creative side to the business side and all points in between. Follow the show on Twitter at Wes McDowell. Want the gang to answer your question on an upcoming episode? Send in your listener question to questions at thedeependdesign.com or via Twitter using hashtag DGDC. Here are your hosts. Wes McDowell in Chicago. Mikel Morrison in Seattle. Nick Longo in Los Angeles. And we are here with our annual Adobe episode. It's about time, right. everybody. And this Can't year, wait. this year, we decided, well, we've talked to Michael before. We've talked to Paul before. Let's talk to them together. So with us again are Michael Shays and Paul Tranny. Welcome, guys. All right. Yeah. Thank you. The peanut butter and the chocolate. We're excited. <laughs> yeah, this is a great time. And for us, too, we'll be seeing you guys soon. And um, for us, it's the coolest thing because not only do we get to participate and be there, but kind of get a little sneak peek at everything that's going to be happening. And that's why we bring you guys on board to talk about the, the cool new stuff. You got a lot of good new stuff to talk about even prior to Max, which is so cool, and that's why we are glad to have you here. So, who wants to start? I, I you guys got big news to to talk about, and we're ready to hear about it. Yeah, I, Michael, I, I'm going to go ahead and nominate you because you had a big <laughs> a big release this week, basically. So, yeah, uh, man, yours is like the most up to date. I don't know if you want to tell us <laughs> what for that it. is. Yeah, we can do that. So, this <laughs> is something that we announced yesterday, uh, which is a new Creative Cloud desktop application. Um, we had uh, the previous experience, you know, something we released years ago, and I'm sure you're pretty familiar with it. Uh, some yeah. people call it the Creative Cloud widgets because this is this tiny window to install and manage your applications. And what happened along the years is that um, Creative Cloud got bigger and bigger, I would say more complex with more yeah. and more services, and we try to, you know, squeeze everything in uh, 300 pixels. And... That's, uh, I was always like a bit annoyed with this. So uh, last year I came with a vision and uh, prototyped something in XD actually. Uh, and my take was, what if um, Spotify would design the new Creative Cloud experience? So I know that, that's what I had in mind. So it was a kind of exercise. And uh, I kept came up with something and they said, okay, yeah, let, 
let's try it, you know? And um, I was obsessed by what if a user is launching the app and doesn't know anything about Adobe? How can we tell a better story? Because the previous one, we just had a list of applications, like 40 applications. And you see <laughs> Adobe Dimension. I know, Nick, you, you know what this is. But if someone yeah. doesn't know what Dimension is, we basically mm -hmm. we were inviting this user to visit adobe.com and figure it out. So I took a lot of inspiration from classic app stores, uh, from the software industry, but also the gaming industry, to design a new experience, to really clarify our story, have a full catalog, product pages, and we will start building on this foundation to, to add um, new tools, actually. So this app will really become a tool part of your creative process. Yeah, and it's, like you said, you had very limited space before with that tiny little column that we all clicked on when we hit the cloud button, but now we get a full desktop yes, size. And, That's great. And, and one service that you see is uh, there are two tabs. So there is the apps tab where we are really mimicking what the previous experience was doing. Yeah. And then there is a new one called Your Work. And it's really an introduction to the future of this app where uh, with this first release, we let you manage, organize, and share your Creative Cloud libraries, which is an amazing service that I really like that lets you organize and share colors, yeah. uh, font styles, Photoshop assets, vector assets, even 3D materials with multiple designers and work in real time with these libraries in Photoshop, Illustrator, InDesign, Premiere Pro. Um, and now you have a full uh, manager on your desktop, which is like, um, and, and that's a first. So um, actually some people on Twitter guessed what we're working on. So yeah. uh, uh, like um, they say, oh, that's weird that I cannot manage my phones also directly from the app. So um, they start to anticipate the, the vision that we have to have this app really becoming the, the command center of Creative yeah. Cloud. Yeah. All right, we're going to get right back to the show. But before we get there, let's talk some Skillshare. So Skillshare, if you don't know by now, is an online learning community with thousands of classes for people like you, creators, entrepreneurs, and designers everywhere. So this fall, Skillshare actually teamed up with Adobe to create exclusive online classes showcasing the possibilities of Adobe Fresco, which we're going to be talking a little bit later about in the show today, which is a brand new drawing and painting app with revolutionary brush technology available free to download on your iPad today. So if you're already drawing on your iPad, you know how easy and fun it can be. And these classes are perfect for stretching that style. And if you haven't yet explored iPad drawing, these classes are the perfect starting point. They're just full of demos and prompts to help you make something really amazing. And of course, you can also take classes in anything related to graphic design, running your own business, freelancing, any of that good stuff that helps you grow as a designer. So whether you're picking up a new skill for your day job, figuring out your next side project, or pursuing a long-time passion, Skillshare's got the classes for you. So join the millions of students already learning on Skillshare today with a special offer just for our listeners. You can get two months for free. That's right. Skillshare is offering our listeners two months of unlimited access to thousands of classes for free. So to sign up, just go to Skillshare.com slash DeepEnd2. That's DeepEnd and the number two. Again, go to Skillshare.com slash DeepEnd2 to start your two months free now. That's Skillshare.com slash DeepEnd2. Now back to the show. Yeah. What was the, what's like the main advantage that you feel it brings as far as like compared to that last one? 
what was the main goal there and objective? So the main goal was really to uh, really explain what Creative Cloud is in one experience and note, uh, okay, go on this website to figure it out and come back here, you know. Yeah. And also another goal I had was to start creating a, a unified experience. So by unify, I mean that, uh, and sorry, I'm, I'm a little bit obsessed by Spotify, but <laughs> when you, I'm a, I'm a big we user from day one. <laughs> yeah. And if you use the desktop app and then you, you use the mobile app and then you go on the Spotify website, you have exactly the same experience, the mm -hmm. same design patterns. Mm -hmm. And that's what we achieved actually with this application too. So if you visit the new creativecloud.adobe.com website, you will see exactly the same experience. And it was a, a big technical challenge because we are actually sharing the code. So even the desktop app is using web components that we reuse on the website. Oh, wow. Um, okay. And, and, and that's how we create this unified experience. Um, so that was also one of the goal. That's great. And, ha and the rollout's been, you've been hearing pretty good things. Like I, I was following you on Twitter and I saw oh, yeah. everybody <laughs> replying how cool it is to see it in such a bigger space because I know you're right. Like there's so many different components to what we use in cloud and how we manage it now is like, seems so much easier mm -hmm. with this new, the new full window, the full scope. Great UI UX. Yeah, and one new feature I really like is that we 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 expose, of course, all the desktop Creative Cloud apps, such as Photoshop and Illustrator, but also the mobile ones. Yeah. And also what's happening in the browser. Uh, and some users discover that there is actually a version of Lightroom in the browser, and mm -hmm. there is also a mobile app. And we added this cool feature that lets you, for instance, for mobile apps, send you a link, like an SMS with the direct uh, link to the right app store. If you're on iOS and Android, it will detect it automatically. Wow. Uh, so some you know, nice additions. So you can really, when you join Creative Cloud, understand the, the full value. You know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. So and and, the, awesome. and the, the mobile apps are even the cooler thing, too. I know every time I show someone Capture, oh, they yeah. freak out. It's my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> and they, they, it's almost like those little, like, extra little tools that you can have in your Adobe bag. You know, it's like such a great trick and a great kind of shortcut for so many different things. And so, and I never know where to go and get it. So now with this, I feel like you're getting introduced to the right stuff that could be possibly better for you. Yeah, you know? that, that's, that's true. So it's really, okay, this is what you have access to. And also for each app, if you go on each product page, you have uh, all the resources to be successful with this app. So the best tutorials, uh, the, the direct link to um, a community forum where you can ask any questions. And, Great. And before all these links were, I would say, global, you know, mm -hmm. uh, and now applications so really the apps that you are into you can find the right resources mm -hmm. and when in doubt we also added a very cool new feature and cool like uh, <laughs> it's not that easy to add but it's like when you look at the ui you're like okay whatever but uh <laughs> actually it's pretty cool it's uh it's a search engine so it's uh a search engine across creative cloud so oh wow okay. you type anything oh, nice it will show the relevant apps. So that, that's the first level, but also mm -hmm. all the um, uh, articles that we have on Adobe.com, all the technical articles, all the the threads in our Adobe forums talking Jeez. about what you search, uh, Adobe stock content, 
And uh, you can even search about uh, the files that you synced in the cloud. Wow. And, and yesterday I surprised myself. So I was a, <laughs> it was an internal event. I was demoing the application and I searched for blue sky, you know, something like this. And then I, um, I filtered the result by um, my files, you know, to, to see my files that are synced in the cloud. Mm -hmm. And it was actually showing all the pictures I've taken and synced with Lightroom uh, with wow. Blue Sky, but I've, ne <laughs> I've never tagged it. So I'm like, wow, that's... So I guess it's it using, knows. you know... Uh, that's scary. And, yeah. yeah. It's using Adobe Sensei, which is our yeah. AI technology to uh, automatically sure. tag pictures and, and then retrieve them in a search result. Uh, so, that's great. Yeah, that's, that's a very nice addition. Yeah. So they are tailored to even like anything that might possibly be a shape or a brush that I put in my library, it will show up yes. through it, search? It, it's also searching through your libraries, yes. Wow, that's yeah. fantastic. And with the new uh, library manager that is directly in Creative Cloud Desktop, you can also, uh, what I like, create groups. So it can, it can group uh, the assets for you and automatically group them by, uh, you know, uh, bitmap assets, vector assets, um, stock content, but you can create your own group. So you can say, oh, wow. let me create a group like podcast uh, week 22 and you drag and drop assets. You can even drag and drop assets from your desktop. It doesn't have to be in wow. the app already. And then you share it with all the, the other members of the podcast and you can start working in real time together. Incredible. Um, such as the way we were working when we were all live together on Adobe Live, you know, where <laughs> I was mm -hmm. uh, changing an assets, you would yes. see the update in real time. Um, but before you had to open an app to see the libraries, you know, you had to open Photoshop and extend the panel when now you, you have a full view, it, it's, it's really a real organizer. It's super cool. Oh, that's a smart thing to, yeah, that's a definite advantage. Cause I think you had to go into the particular apps yes. to search and now the libraries are visible because of just how much more real estate you have. Correct. Yeah, exactly. That's cool. Yeah. So, and so yeah, and I ahead, a, I, I'm just discovering this too, by the way, Michael. So thank you. <laughs> this is Paul. <laughs> uh, but just the fact that you could actually resize those thumbnails because I have a huge issue of like organizing all that stuff. And it seems like this is almost like a dedicated desktop app for like all my assets. And I'm not dealing with one little panel in Photoshop, for instance, to organize all my stuff. So mm -hmm. yeah. So thank you, Michael. Well, I love when you, you guys stressed yeah. when I was there and I saw how sharing the libraries is such a I, I kind of always saw it was there and you just were like, oh, uh, maybe I'll use that one day as, an, as a Creative Cloud user. But yeah. it's, I've been using it so much now with, with anyone that you are partnering with on any project and it eliminates all of those other levels of maybe putting it on some other cloud-based sharing thing or whatever where they have to have a link and whatever, but you're automatically, it's like you have it right there in your library ready to go. It's such a great asset. That's fantastic. Very cool. Yeah, we really love uh, Creative Cloud libraries, and uh, we really see more and more users uh, really leveraging this feature. And uh, actually, at Max, we will also make a big push uh, about libraries um, because it, it really evolved like in, um, in the recent years. And yeah. uh, it, it's just a fantastic tool. Um, and, and yeah, so at Max, our yearly uh, big conference, uh, yeah, you will see a lot of messaging about libraries. Perfect. What, so what nice. do, what do our listeners do? We're all, what's, what do we got to do to get this working for us? I saw there's a few little steps <laughs> to take. How do we all get it locked on and ready to go? <laughs> so to get this new, uh, experience of the, uh, Creative Cloud desktop app. Uh, so when the podcast would be live, I think everyone should get it actually. Uh, so the way it works is that we, we call it a phase rollout 
And um, we start with uh, small countries. Uh, I won't tell you the name of the countries, so I don't want to offend, you know, not to to be offensive. And, but, uh, <laughs> You're a small country. <laughs> <laughs> so we start with uh, some countries and then we monitor, you know, the, the quality of uh, the update because for users, it's an auto update. Uh, so it will silently update the experience in the background. And then one day you wake up and, and you have it on your desktop. So that's um, usually something we do over five days. So users, they don't really... Uh, realize, but because this is such a big change, and uh, we really wanted to monitor the the quality of the build, we we did it over two weeks. So that's why on Twitter some users were like, "Yeah, I get the new one," and other ones were like, hey, "How can I get it?" Um, but uh, I would say that over this weekend, uh, everyone should get it in the world. Great. And is it an automatic okay. update, or do you have yes. to go in and okay? You don't so have to you... do anything. So you just. And it's a, there's certain requirements. You have to be uh, Mac OS, was it 10 higher, I think? Uh, yes. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, a modern Mac OS. And on Windows, uh, it works uh, except on Windows 7. So Windows 7 will keep the previous experience that we will still maintain. Okay. Uh, but this new experience is built on a technical stack that yeah needs a, a modern operating system. Got it. All right. Can't wait to try it, man. It's I, yeah, I know my know. Uh, I haven't updated my software to be have it as a thing, but it's on my laptop and I was messing around with it last night. It's pretty cool. Really cool. I think everyone's I'm still gonna on love Windows ninety five. I don't <laughs> guess I get that. <laughs> yeah. I oh Wes. A behind. <laughs> All right. Well, Paul, what what do you got? Top that. Oh, top that. I can't right now? Shoot. Give me a couple weeks. Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, post exactly. max. <laughs> <laughs> yes, will be fun. I do like just also the desktop app, by the way, Create Cloud desktop app. Checks uh, to see if you want to download an app, if it works on your computer, like right away. Mm-hmm. So it's like uh, you would you would have the desktop app, like, yeah, might not be available on earlier versions of Mac, but the software might not run on that version either. So why does it matter that mm. you can't get the desktop this desktop app if you gotcha. can't run Photoshop in the first place? But it automatically does that check, which I like, and that's awesome. Because, uh, yeah, we, we want to make sure uh, also that everybody's updated and all that fun stuff. And like Michael was saying, like exposing people to other apps that are available to them, like as a Creative Cloud member, is is kind of a whole thing, uh, as you know. Mm-hmm. Like we, I mean, more recently, I'm just thinking of like Adobe Fresco, which we launched, uh, was it last, was it last week? Last week, yeah. Maybe two weeks ago, something like that. But Adobe Fresco allows you for... And it allows you to naturally draw on end paint um, on, say, like an iPad and simulates, you know, I like the fact that it simulates like watercolors and um, oil brushes as yeah. well. I think that stuff gets really exciting. And you can you have layers last, and all that remember stuff. Remember at Max last year where he, they showed the, the watercolor kind of fusing together? Yeah. On that exactly. iPad app. And that's exactly what it that's, is. Yeah. It's that's so really amazing. That sounds soothing. It really is. It, it, it is pretty therapeutic. You could probably yeah, use this as a is. therapy app. It's like a visual, visual ASMR. Is that is there such a yeah. thing? But that's kind mm-hmm. of channel else. my inner Bob Ross and just pull out the fresco this weekend. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> so that that just launched, right? That was like last week, and What's it's that? kind of like this was it's it's been doing pretty well. I've been seeing a lot of really good stuff. What's what do you think are the, what are the big advantages and what was what did we not have before 
in the, like what are we getting now that we didn't have in previous apps? Well, I mean, I, I don't think, well, I know Adobe, we didn't have anything. Well, two things. First off, we did have Adobe Photoshop Sketch and Illustrator mm -hmm. Draw. Draw was a vector. Yep. One was raster. We had two different apps, apps that kind of did the same thing. So you could say that we combine them together, but that would be underselling Fresco for sure. sure. But we just yeah. wanted to give people like a natural way to draw and let them not be limited by picking one app or one, you know, vector or raster one over the other. Uh, combining that all in one, but still had it have a dedicating drawing app because we could have, yeah. you know, and we meant we could talk about like, you know, we talked about Photoshop, you know, on the iPad last year at Max. We could roll a lot of that in Photoshop, but really let's have a dedicated you know, app to, uh, to allow you to just draw naturally. Draw, yeah. yeah. And by exactly. the way, you get all those layers and all that stuff. I mean, don't think that you're not able to, you know, that that won't integrate with, um, you know, our desktop apps and all that fun stuff. So, so. yeah, basically, the I think there's my biggest advantage I see with this one is that it's Adobe and it's Adobe. So, like, you're doing it on your iPad, and when you do import or export that out and it's on your, now your desktop or your laptop – you keep all the layers and everything else to adjust and clean and do whatever you need to do, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. And, you know, I don't know if we notice a lot of that. It's nice that you have that flexibility. For me personally, I end up doing like everything on the iPad from start to finish on the iPad, yeah. just drawing. It's just so much easier to draw and all that stuff. You know, I think it's going to be interesting with, you know, sort of Photoshop on the iPad in that case, I think there are, you know, cases where, yeah, I'm laying in bed and I'm working in Photoshop, but sometimes I want to view on my, you know, at my desk on my laptop and finish that work. So I think we're going to see a lot of people like going mm. back and forth uh, yeah. with Photoshop on iPad and then on desktop. Gotcha. You know, Whereas I get what you mean with Fresco, you're, you're basically, that's maybe the end. It, it ends there as well. It doesn't need to go somewhere else. Yeah. Doesn't, I mean, way. I don't, I, and, and what's funny about that, actually, you know, I will sometimes do that. And now that I think about it, like I will draw individual elements. So I draw, I like paint a lot of flowers and stuff. And then I'll do a lot of compositing, compositing with those individual flowers that were painted like in Photoshop, but it's almost like I'm, I'm not continuing painting. I'm almost using it for a different purpose to make something entirely new, but it's Got nice. It. I can just hmm. like, Oh yeah, I painted okay. that. Yeah. You know, mm -hmm. let's bring it on in. So, and again, yeah. to everybody that's Adobe and got an iPad, it's completely available and ready to use, right? Yeah, exactly. Um, yes. Uh, yes, exactly. Uh, <laughs> even if you're not a, um, you don't have to be a Creative Cloud member to use it. Uh, mm. I'm kind of oh, looking at right. the mm. specific stipulations. I think there's, it might be limited to a degree, but yes, even as a non-member, you can use Fresco. It's just like any other app where it's like maybe not all the features available. I can get that to you mm -hmm. later. Perfect. Um, but yeah, that's, that's the short of it. And it's cool. It's like something you didn't have yesterday. That's all of a sudden in your pocket today, which is kind of awesome. I know. I know. I still find it interesting that when you do download that free app and it's so robust and it's nothing abbreviated you know what i mean it's like uh -huh. i was i was messing around with it last night because i wanted to kind of get some idea of what you guys had made and it's like it has every freaking tool you can possibly imagine and it's in the palm of your hand it's pretty incredible pretty incredible. yeah great yeah exactly and you can load up you know more brushes and things if you want to as well so it's kind of cool. endless like we were talking about creative cloud libraries you know syncing brushes to my library i have access to those on fresco uh, as well so, and but again, are, I just, yeah, is, is it, is it going to replace the draw and sketch apps? 
Like, I mean, I don't, I don't know for sure, you but know, oh, I think gotcha. once those audiences find out or like just start playing with it, they're like, why, why, you know, why wouldn't I use Fresco to be honest with you? Yeah. And then you think, yeah. of, I'm not saying anything, but uh, you know, from a company standpoint, you know, it's tough to maintain two apps that do the exact same thing. I wouldn't yeah. want a company if I'm paying company money, uh, money to, you know, to give me tools, like you better be efficient and don't have multiple tools to do the same thing. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I hate right. to say it, but I'm just right. thinking like from a business perspective. Well, um, Capture, no. like Capture did that. Like you had all those other apps and Capture yes. took, now Good. it's like six apps in one. Thank you. Yeah, that's like you know? a perfect example. And sometimes we'll try that. We'll try out like a new technology or like throw something out there and like kind of dabble in some areas. And then you're right, we ended up consolidating, which I mm. I agree with you, Nick. You were just mentioning about how, you know, Fresco's, not Fresco, but a capture is also like, uh, you know, sort of an unsung hero that mm-hmm. you can show to anybody and they'll be impressed by it. Designer, oh, non-designer, yeah. you know, and we so keep adding stuff to do it. Exactly. Uh, Capture's man. one that I've not really dug too much into. Like for anyone who's listening. Yeah, I was thinking it'd be good to overview what that, that is for the listeners. Oh, anyway. go for it. Yeah. Yeah. Great, great yeah. idea. Yeah. I mean, and, and it essentially enables you just like the name suggests capture uh, anything you want. A lot of people will use it. The, the first example is you know, in capture, you see a cool wallpaper pattern and you can, Mm -hmm. you know, basically capture or take a photo of that wallpaper and it will vectorize it, but not vector in a cheesy way that sometimes you might even do an illustrator and I love illustrator, but it even makes it look better. If like, if I draw something on a napkin or uh, on a, on a, in a notebook, it, it smooths all the, I could have it smooth it as much as I want. And it just turns out really like crisp and nice. So nice. Yeah. It almost makes you a better. Well, they could have used yeah. that. I've been watching that stupid uh, Brady renovation show on well, HGTV. Exactly, they renovate yeah. the Brady house. I saw that. They were trying episode. to recreate the wallpaper, and they like, oh, yeah. have to go to some like custom wallpaper house to do it. They could have just used Capture. Mm-hmm. They could have yeah. used Capture. And but you Little bring up a good point because like uh, you know anytime you're capturing something else, well like technically you did not draw that. You're you're mm-hmm. taking somebody else's work. So I think you need to be very responsible about what you capture exactly. And, you know, make sure you're not like reselling it or doing anything. You you know, I don't want that to yeah. happen to me. I don't want my wallpaper right. end up in somebody else's store when I made it. So, but that is a good that is a good point. And that's just one example. Um, and you also know, to and, you, and, yeah, go and ahead. once it's captured. Uh, so you just have your phone, you know, so it can really happen at any time, anywhere. You just see something inspiring and say, oh, yeah, I will capture it. And everything, everything that you capture is in sync with your creative cloud. So yeah. when Paul is capturing a, a shape and it's vectorized, mm-hmm. uh, you open Illustrator and it's there. It's right there. You don't Vector have to yeah. uh, That's amazing. sync yeah. anything. And you drag and drop and you start working with it. Love uh, it. Talking of, and, it started, I think, with this and then uh, capturing colors. So if you yep. uh, have a, also a, a composition that you really like, uh, you just take a picture. It will extract for you the five main colors and create a color palette that, again, you mm-hmm. can use everywhere. And uh, But recently, they added crazy stuff. So talking about wallpaper, they added something to create a seamless pattern. Pattern, yeah. yeah. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. So you can create basically wallpaper with, uh, Mm -hmm. you can take a picture of Paul Trani and have a wallpaper at home. That'll just keep you up at night. (laughs) Like his eyeballs, he's just staring at me. I have one. I can't sleep. Infinity Pauls. Oh no. I have one. (laughs) Sounds like trouble. And 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 then there is a crazy one that I really like. I'm actually uh, kind of thinking, ah, maybe I should bring it to the desktop, which is uh, a font recognition. So again, like, you see a magazine or a poster in the street and you ask Capture, 
okay, maybe you won't be able to tell me exactly which font this is, which typeface this is, but at least check in Adobe Fonts, which is a, a repository. You know, it used to be named uh, Typekit, but yeah. it's a mm -hmm. repository of thousands of typefaces made by the best foundries in the world. Tell me which one are very close or very similar, and then you select them and, and you open your desktop and they are there. You know, you don't yeah. even think about it. You um, haven't had to awesome. do anything else. You know, the brush part is pretty amazing too. You can yeah. capture, uh, I did it when we were doing this rodeo kind of thing and we needed a font that looked Western. We captured a, a about a four inch section of rope from a, from a hardware store and that rope vectorized and now is a complete workable brush to do any script. And it looks like it was made out of rope. So, oh, wow. That's so awesome. the one thing I, I, I stress with the most with it, and it's particularly to my students is you get original artwork. Like if they need a texture, they can just go to a wall that's like stucco and take a picture of it. And they now have a vectorized texture to add to their design or leaves or anything in nature or tree bark or you name it, grout, you know, if you need like asphalt, take a picture of it and you get this. It's kind of like if your computer had a camera and it can capture anything you want to use out in the world for your, for your, whatever you're putting together, it has a way of doing it. Type, color, brush. It's like the best tool yeah. out there. It's like, you're right. It's like that unsung hero. I don't think a lot of people know about it. <laughs> yeah. You, uh, also, gradients was a new thing. So you get like, yeah. just like you're capturing colors, it'll give you a line and then you could adjust that line and capture that gradient. So um, that's yeah, probably yeah. Oh, the greatest as well. It's pretty powerful. Uh, it'll be interesting to see. I'd love to see if uh, that could be an episode on its own right there, man. <laughs> and <laughs> it can sure. do. Yeah, we should think about that. Here and again, this like I don't even know how much of this is going to be out of date when this when this gets released, you know, because we're adding so much too. I feel like oh, we'll I bet. That. <laughs> by the way, like Michael, I don't know if you knew this. It'll capture looks. Did you know it'll capture looks? As in a looks. lookup table? As in uh, color? It says that it's. I'm trying. Oh to yeah, it it'll now. change your photography to a to, particular color to a, tone. Yeah, yeah. based so on the color was, tone of this room. For videos. Yeah, yeah. So, it's so for it videos, like, uh, but it should work in. Uh, like you could do it in Photoshop. Yeah, <laughs> I haven't done it, but yes, it should work. So yeah, so that's a hmm. that's a good one. It's it's uh, so the look is um, I think it's called a lookup table, mm -hmm. and it will capture the the light and colors. Uh, if you take, for instance, a sunset, you know, yeah, then it will analyze the highlights, uh, the medium tones, and the dark tones to see how light and colors are influencing the 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 real colors. And you can apply it to your video. So if you shoot a video, even with your phone, with a very classic light, very neutral, and you take a picture of a sunset, then it will adjust everything to give you this sunset look. Wow. But what's uh, true is that in Photoshop, you can also apply on any layer a color lookup. Um, it's, uh, it's an effect on a layer. And, and you can use actually this... Um, these uh, looks that you that you also uh, get from Adobe Capture and apply it to a static image. So it, it was funny because it was really designed for something very advanced, like, okay, let's change the mood of a video. Mm -hmm. uh, but I see more and more users just using it on their pictures. And I can... <laughs> yeah. No, seriously. I can tell that some users, they use it on Instagram. And, <laughs> and not only for portraits, but also for... it's a. It's a very nice trick, actually, if you do compositing, you know. So yeah. compositing, when you merge several pictures to create something uh, uh, that doesn't exist, you know, which is very dreamy, applying a look, 
will mm -hmm. soften all the details, mm. highlights, yeah. and yeah. make it real. Like it really makes a huge difference. That's so great. if you do compositing, it's a great trick. Really and, cool. And there are some looks from uh, like uh, from the seventies, like uh, reproducing reproducing the films of uh, Kodak or from uh, Fuji. You know that we use in the movie industries that had because of the chemicals a limited color palette. So it would, uh, you know, like merge some blues into a teal tone and stuff. Wow. And but if you apply it in your compositing, you will be amazed. Like it really creates something that you think that someone took a picture of uh, your elephant with a lion head. You know, like it makes it look. <laughs> it hides just a multitude of, yes. of compositing mistakes by normalizing <laughs> yeah. it. Just to be honest with you, I use it all. I use two please, strip please, look all uh, the time. Yeah, let's Bookmark that. <laughs> face, tune, face tune for compositing photos. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> and it does end up looking, I think it does. I, I encourage people to look at it, uh, use it all the time just because I think it's super powerful. Like if yeah. an image is just yeah. like blah, like uh, like you could go ahead and jump, add as many hue, saturation, as many color adjustment layers as you want, but essentially that's what that each one is, is its mm -hmm. own uh, okay. stack of, uh, of adjustment layers. So okay. you could literally mm -hmm. use, you know, you could use Photoshop have all these five adjustment layers exported out as a LUT and pass that along. And the key thing is to normalize that across multiple nonlinear editing systems, but you basically made your own really cool Instagram filter that you can use at any point in time or for others. Damn. So. Hmm. Oh, there's too much, man. There's just too much. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's all really fun. There is more and, coming. There is you more notice how I know. you hear some things, you're like, I'm not getting any sleep tonight. I guess, I guess that's what I'm doing tonight. <laughs> I just Thanks for all. cutting into all my sleep. I go. got <laughs> Capture, I got a desktop app, I got Fresco, and more well, stuff coming. Well, get, let's, let's uh, kind of segue into what we've got coming up, and that's Adobe Max. And I know we can't talk about a lot of the stuff that I'm sure you guys know of, but hopefully there's a few little things that you can either talk about what you're looking forward to or some big things and, uh, you know, take it away. What, what's coming up that you think is worth talking about and telling the listeners? Oh. Everything. All sorts, all sorts <laughs> of things. Um, <laughs> Uh, uh, I'm, I'm actually Googling. I'm like searching. I don't know what information has been leaked because I'm like, yeah. it's been leaked. I could be like, oh my hey, gosh. so and so said this, not me. Oh, <laughs> no, no, hey, you, not a, not a you, can, you too can Damn. be a leaker, Paul. Like, that's, yeah. Uh, yeah. Whistleblower. I also want to keep my job. <laughs> yeah. No, for yeah. things like, Funny. I think the, well, actually, I, actually, today, <gasps> by the way, Michael, I don't know if you know this, but like Adobe XD has um, uh, blend modes yep, for images and stuff. Yeah. yeah. So that's kind of cool. Like, so, it, oh, that's but that's cool. one thing that's to look addition. at. I think the XD team is very transparent. So those of you who don't know, XD allows you to design and prototype like anything that you want, whether it's an app to yeah. screen, any, any, even if it's just like storyboarding, whatever. Um, yeah. But they are just moves. They just move so fast. We have so many resources dedicated to it. They like move very quickly. And again, released today. Uh, and that's just one of them. Uh, but uh, in that situation, you look at what uh, what their competition is, and chances are, if their competition has it, we're like going after that uh, mm. for sure. Mm -hmm. So I'm pretty excited about what we have for, you know, for XD personally, and nice, yeah. you know, a lot of other, a lot of other stuff too. Like good, yeah, yeah. XD is a big one, and uh, if you look at like uh, last year also, what we announced uh, uh, in terms of uh, strategy, so. Uh, XD, we talked a, a lot about, uh, we have a great design tool. You can prototype experiences. We released uh, last, last year, it was auto-animate, you know, that would automatically detect 
different states and bring um, animations with a smoothing between the states. Um, so uh, we also announced that the, the last step is I want to share and collaborate, you know, uh, mm -hmm. with other designers. So uh, this is like a common theme that we have with XD. So you will see some uh, announcement there's, uh, there on this topic. Also, uh, what we uh, said last year that we are working on uh, is how do we bring more creativity on the iPad? So Fresco is definitely one of them, but you will see also some uh, announcements where how can we empower iPad users with more mm -hmm. creative tools. Yeah. Um, so there is a big one that is expected, I would say, if you read the news, uh, but you will see other, also other announcements. So uh, yeah, like very nice surprise. And by the way, to... Uh, like to to get this announcement, like how how do you if you don't go to Adobe Max, uh, the keynote uh, is uh, live streamed. Okay, yes. so anyone from all around the world, you can join. It's uh, two hours. It's really two hours of innovation, cool demos uh, to really understand uh, our vision and uh, what we are shipping um, in all the creative fields. So graphic design, illustration, photo, UX, UI, and cool. it's 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 pretty big this year. Like the announcements. Uh, and yeah. I would say there is maybe another one uh, that is linked to a recent acquisition that we made. So uh, we acquired a French company actually uh, called uh, Algorithmic, uh, and they are they have some leading tools such as uh, Substance Painters. Uh, so let's just say that they are very very advanced in all the 3D technologies. Uh, all the gaming studios they use their tools and. Um, and we really want to um, to uh, be even more present in the 3D industry, I would say. Uh, so that's another theme that you will see at Adobe Max. So if you are into 3D, if you are into augmented reality, um, you, you will also see some very, very cool stuff that we will enable for all of you, all of users, uh, because that's, I would say, what we are trying to do. And uh, Nick, you, you know it with Dimension, is how can we make, also very advanced technologies such as 3D available for everyone. Yeah. Good. That'd so, be great. I think that is the next I'm step. And it. I think I never even thought it'd be something I would even tackle as far as 3D. And then you see how seamless you can make it happen because you have all the assets, right? Just give designers a, another tool to to do what they're not doing. Something mm -hmm. as big as 3D. I, I, you know, you've made it simple, I, I kind of think, you know, which is kind of cool. Yeah, that's the goal. And like, for those who don't know Dimension, you know, again, allows you kind of composite, if you will, composite 3D scenes and all, you know, doesn't do the actual creation, but uh, mm -hmm. definitely check it out. Just like Photoshop doesn't take pictures, for instance, you know, right. you just composite. Right. It. So, <laughs> I never thought of that. Yeah. Um, and Dimension, Dimension is the is one really for packaging, cool. mostly, correct? Yeah, and yeah, packaging. And, yeah. And, but I'm also looking at creatives. Like, you could use it for whatever you want, just like XD. You could use that for whatever you want. Um, but the cool thing is, is it's easy to use. So if you've ever used yeah. any, any 3d app, if you know, and I love like C4D or any of those, it's, a, you know, it can be a little scary and intimidating. So I encourage people to get involved with these sort of like 1.0, if you will, products. Yeah. And, yeah. uh, you know, now's the time. And, and I agree, it's only going to be easier going like, I like, you know, um, you know, like we're talking about libraries, use capture. Yeah. It, it appears in my library. So it's automatically on in Photoshop, for instance, from my phone to Photoshop, and I didn't have to do anything. So think about that. We're keenly aware of it. We're keenly aware of like the cloud 
because that's what I want to happen. I want to go from, you know, a 3D dimension thing that I made to having it sitting on my living room floor, basically. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah, so I'm excited. But you can check out Project Arrow. You, people stage. can search on that. Um, uh, I just got just... the beta for that. Oh, for sweet. Arrow. Yeah, so I'm. I'm gonna crack that open later on. Again, I'm always like you're always like scared of a new fo- of any kind of new application. <laughs> you yeah, know? no, it's so easy. It's it's scary because yeah. you just it's just an unknown. And that's and aug- you open that's it up. augmented reality, right? As that's in, what Arrow is. Yeah. So as if you know you like you know you you look through your phone right through your camera and uh, that mm-hmm. the 3D object your dinosaur that you just placed there will be in your living room as you point your camera to your living room. Ah, uh, okay. That's right. Gotcha. Example. So, but yeah, you ready? You guys ready for two questions from some listeners regarding uh, Max? Oh yes. Okay, so we got a uh, a listener. Kyle asks, "What are some quick tips for first-time Max attendees to get the most out of the event?" Mm. And we're gonna write these notes down too because I I still I still haven't mastered it. It can feel so it's overwhelming. That's a great yeah. 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 What do you guys think? Great question. I mean, I have one. Michael, I know you probably have some. I mean, I think the key thing is to sign up early. Like, if you're going to Max, you sign yeah, up, you, you register manage. early because if you're trying to get into like a lab, we'll run these sessions as many times as we can. But some people miss out on that stuff, thinking they could yeah. walk in day of. And you just sure. you got to get your schedule ironed out like ASAP. And here's another tip: some of the so this is the tricky part. Some of the sessions are actually um, not live streamed, but they will be recorded, and we release them later on. Like, ideally, if you knew what sessions those were, you could maybe go to something else yes. in lieu of that session. But I also say that to say, if you do miss out on a session, there's a chance those really popular ones will be available mm. online. So not to worry, um, but there's honestly nothing like, you know, being there in person. Because I don't pay attention when I'm watching a YouTube video <laughs> anyway. <laughs> so be there in person. That's why you need to go. Yeah. I have yeah, pay yeah. attention and then I'm eating a sandwich. So. Yeah, I think that's like with any convention. <laughs> if you don't do the homework and really sign up, take take a few hours, a few days before, like you said, even a few weeks before, sign up for those sessions. Yeah. It makes all the difference. When yeah. I didn't, yeah. like you, you're, you're like, you have a different take on the event than if you were to fill yeah. your schedule up. And that's why you're yeah. there, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Michael, what do you think? Yeah, I think that's first time uh, advice. Yeah, especially first time, you know, when you uh, uh, go to an event and you you focus a lot on the schedule. You know, you say, oh, there are like 300 sessions. I have Mm -hmm. to pick the right ones. Maybe I will make some mistakes. But uh, another advice is really leave some, like, be flexible and leave some room to to networking. Uh, So, something that um, is hard to anticipate at Max is that there is this huge space called the community pavilion. Mm-hmm. with uh, a lot of vendors, but also a lot of activities. And it's a great way to meet your peers, make connections. Uh, so networking is also a big part of it, I would say. And you yeah. need to leave some space to it and not be overwhelmed trying, okay, I want to do 12 sessions a day. Mm-hmm. Um, right. Because as Paul said, they are usually recorded. Um, and I would say it's all about yeah meeting um, with uh, the right people. And there are some... Um, uh, and another trick is that uh, the keynote, it's uh, on day one, day two are really the, the best moments. So just uh, come pretty early to have a good seat. Uh, and there is another one called uh, the Max Sneaks. Are you hosting the Sneaks, Paul, this year? Oh, again? yeah. Yep. Oh, yeah. And you got a great uh-huh. guest this year, too, right? Oh, is it yeah. Mulaney? Yeah, John Mulaney. 
I'm so excited about that. They'll be mad. Dude, your your little Rolodex of celebrity superstars is kind of uh, growing there. Yeah, no, that's cool. (laughs) So one trick, for example, is that don't, if you want a good seat for the sneaks, which is really one of the best moments of Max, it's one of my favorites. Uh, mm-hmm. Since Paul, he's hosting. Before it was so so, but since you're hosting, <laughs> oh. uh, thanks. Oh, and um, and uh, so don't book uh, like a session that will end, you know, five minutes before the start of the sneak. Yeah, you know, like, it's a good point. Just be strategic. Um, and then, yeah, I mean, uh, there is the the bash party, you know, on Tuesday night. Yeah. It's just this yeah. big moment where you meet a lot of people. That would be my advice, like uh, engage, engage. and Totally true. Yeah, don't make it as a personal experience where you want to learn a lot of stuff, attending sessions. Uh, yeah, meet people because these will be connections that will last uh, for a very long time and that yeah. always helpful in this industry. I'm glad yeah. you said that, man. I think we've all walked away with not only great new relations and networks and stuff like that, but what some of the best people we've talked to are the ones that actually came solo. Maybe they work for a company and they were only allowed to send one person. Right. So some of those people wind up having the best time because yeah. they're forced into talking to people because they are by themselves. Yeah. And then you mm-hmm. see groups that are together and they don't mingle out a little bit. You're like, you know, yeah. network, man. This you, is the best. It, exactly. It's all our people. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And I, I would even say for like people who go a lot, like your goal is like, you're there to meet people. Everybody is awkward. Everybody, no one knows mm-hmm. everybody. You have to reach out to other people. I just yeah. think that's like really important. You're, Very true. You're a seasoned veteran. You've we're been all in nerds conferences. by definition. So yeah, we're just, <laughs> we're just all nerds. Together. And remember the first time you went to a conference, you were awkward and you didn't know what to say. You need to, I, I don't know. I work for Adobe, but you just need to engage with those people. Cause you just, exactly. you don't know who that person is next to you. And right. you know, mm-hmm. just emphasize that point. So yeah, you're going right. to take advantage of that opportunity. Yeah. Anyone listening, you'll know at least two people there. Me and Nick there will be there. Exactly. Sweet. We'll be there. <laughs> Sitting at our yeah. booth. So we've got a booth. We're back with say a, hi to us. Yeah, we're right. I think we're uh, like an aisle away from you guys at the, the live sessions. Oh, we're next right to it, be live. Awesome. Yeah. Very so it's cool. going to yeah, be Come great. over and All say right, hi. Got, we got some stickers got, for you. Yeah. <laughs> we got some swag. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. I got one other question for you. And this is a big one. This is from uh, Shane Watley, a listener. Wants to know iPad, Photoshop, when? <laughs> yeah, so do I. I want to know that as well. <laughs> mm. I mean, what did we say? I think we promised this this year, actually. We did. We, we, we said prom- 2019, so there, there oh, are just okay. a few we're, months we're left. We're running so. out of months. Mm. So. Yeah. <laughs> we, we, <laughs> That's so true. We need to ship right. it soon. Okay, so w- before New Year's Eve. That's right. You <laughs> heard it here yeah. first, December 31st. Damn. <laughs> All the internet is a buzz. We have a, we have a release date. (laughs) (laughs) All right. We're going to get right back to the show, but before we get there, I want to talk about my friends over at FreshBooks. Um, You've heard about them on the show before. It's because we all love them and we've been using them for years and years. So basically in a nutshell, FreshBooks makes ridiculously easy to use cloud accounting software for, you know, creative agencies and freelancers alike. It's going to help you work smarter, get organized, and most importantly, get you paid quickly. A few things I really like best about FreshBooks, first of all, it's quick. You know, you can get it set up within 30 seconds. Uh, the other thing I love is it really makes you look professional with very little effort on your part. All you really have to do is upload your logo, your colors, add a client, 
And before you know it, you're sending these really professional looking invoices that make you look like you're running a real business because I know you are. And they also send automated late payment reminders. So it helps you avoid having that awkward talk with your client about past due payments. You know, when they automate the late payment email reminders, you can spend less time chasing payments and more time working your creative magic. So uh, we've worked out a free 30-day unrestricted trial. So what you're going to do is go to freshbooks.com slash deeply graphic and enter deeply graphic design in the how did you hear about us section. Once again, for 30 free days, go to freshbooks.com slash deeply graphic and enter deeply graphic design in the how did you hear about us section. All right, now back to the show. It's... But it's, it's, it's happening. For sure. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh yeah. Like yeah. the the teams there were like full oh. on full speed. Uh, you cannot imagine the <laughs> technical challenge. Oh of God! I can't yeah. opening yeah, four exactly. gigabyte so, Photoshop it, files it, on it, a device. It's it was in, an insane year. But uh, yeah. I mean, Paul and I were lucky enough to like we were able to try some builds. Uh, yeah. It's uh it's. It's a game changer. Yeah, and just keep in mind that like we are trying to take thirty years worth of technology and put it in an app <laughs> yeah. in a year sure. or whatever. So like you know, set expectations. We're trying to set expectations appropriately, you know. And yeah. realistically, like you know, maybe you will be like I was saying earlier. Maybe you're going to work full full time like on your iPad using Photoshop. But I, I personally, since I've been using it, I I start out on iPad. I do work there. I end up switching to my desktop just because I want that bigger screen. I just kind of refine it from there and, you know, stuff like that. So it's always, yeah. you know, just a we'll see what happens. Yeah. Okay. So no, no, no answer there. Temper expectations, we guys. Keep our keep our jobs. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Mikkel, cool. you're not going to be at Max or are you going? No, you're gonna be I can't go this year of all. Of all timing uh, conflicts, I um, I've got a, a a gal's getaway to Palm Springs. It's been in the calendar for thirteen months, so hey, I can't. It's not a bad I can't thing. let that go. Yeah, the universe. We'll be in the same state anyway. Yeah, yeah. It will. It will. <laughs> it will. But I'm hoping that I can do a couple live scenarios with yeah. Nick and Wes the, and kind of by the pool. <laughs> vicariously yeah somehow so yeah maybe the... maybe uh maybe paul and michael can kind of get the uh, adobe uh, helicopter to bring you in one day oh my uh, god yeah. that would make me feel like an yeah, absolute well, vip we could, we could only photoshop helicopters we don't have exactly <laughs> but, uh, paul's like what helicopter still applicable. <laughs> it's still applicable What's... Uh, again, I guess I guess since I'm hosting Sneaks, that might that's my last pitch. Like go make sure everybody goes to Sneaks as well because that is yeah. their preview to future it's always releases my favorite. and technology. Just so you know, like yeah. you'll see a lot of stuff online like at that moment. The keynotes are yeah. live streamed. Uh, you know, we don't live stream the sneaks and sneaks are just, uh, you know, previews of future technology. So you even it's stuff just... that we showed last year is now, you know, in your on your creative That's what I was going to yeah. ask you. What are some examples of last year's sneaks that are now in widespread use? Good yeah, question. and it's all in varying degrees. We had uh, the auto reframe. Let me just check what the exact. Yeah, auto reframe in Premiere Pro uh, was a sneak last year. That's going to be so basically, okay. like, you know, yeah, it, it's it, when you shoot a video, you know, with a wide angle and you follow uh, something, okay. and, and oh, then you okay. want oh, to publish it as an Instagram story. It will automatically. Okay detect the what is the subject of the video for you and reframe everything yes. very smoothly Amazing. stabilized oh, yeah. and now it's uh yeah it's coming to premiere pro now it's uh, it's official cool yeah. a lot cool. of times the sneaks nice. are more like features that are coming to bigger apps right they're and, almost like yeah yeah 
and, and honestly, like it could be straight up way yeah, just raw code. It could just like yeah. we don't know. Yeah. Like this is some technology <laughs> that we're working on. We don't and know where it will be embedded up. in the long. Like run, literally, sure. you're gonna get scared. You're gonna see code on the screen, and there's gonna be a little developer up there just scared <laughs> to death. Like I was just That's, working on this stuff. Yeah, or buzzing. Stage. Or buzzing. Your guys' <laughs> itinerary is always so magical because the sneaks really gets everybody so fired up. And then and to have the bash following bash. that, it's just yeah. it works beautifully that yeah. way. Oh, good. Because it's, it's start, what you talk about. Drinks, it's what you talk right about before, when you're yeah, networking. Get all the nerds yeah. fired up and then the get them fly. drunk. It's just a, it's a recipe. <laughs> <laughs> right. And, and all you hear are the uh, glass bottles rolling on the floor. That's always yeah. you know, that tells you that tells you bash is coming. Oh boy. <laughs> yeah, I'm looking awesome. forward to this. Yeah. Any any uh, parting words, guys? Any uh, anything else? I think we covered it. Oh yeah, that's great. And uh, yeah, I would just Paul, say, I need yeah, to th- ask you for, off um, oh, yeah, off the subject somewhat. Do you have something with your video on your machine that has a bokeh effect behind you? <laughs> yeah, it's an Adobe technology. No, it's not actually. It's just a, <laughs> it's it's Adobe a DS- DSLR connected to an HDMI little capture. Did you converter. guys notice that his you frame fancy. is different too? I did. Well. Well, yeah. he's on here. You're, you're like online every day. I mean, you're looking particularly yeah. handsome with this. Yeah. Well, trust me, it's all filters. Trust yeah. me, you get, a, you get a high enough camera, and everybody looks great. Just he's gonna. It's also like, going to be announced at Snake. Switch. Watch, watch the difference. <laughs> yeah, it's rad. I and want that's one. Good, that's a good segue because you're right. This isn't like my streaming setup. I'm like typically trying to live stream a lot. Sure. I would say sure. Michael is like the the founder of streaming for Adobe. If you ask me like launching Adobe live and that's a great yeah, sort of, yeah. you know, way to stay connected on a, on a regular basis is, is like Adobe live on behance. Well, yeah. yeah. I was going to say, awesome, yeah, awesome. definitely promote the two different things, the things that are out there that people, I don't feel like a lot of Adobe people check in on a lot of the things and see that when you're, yeah. you follow that, or if you follow yourself, a yeah. few of you guys on Twitter, you, you post the link when you're going live for mm. all of these great tips mm-hmm. videos. Yeah. Where can they find that? What's the best way to look? I mean, I, up, I typically post up. to Twitter, like it'll live stream to Twitter for me. So at Paul Tranny, okay. K-U-L-T-R-A-N-I. And that's the best way. And um, yeah, so that's, I think, through those social media platforms. And I try to, if I finish an artwork that I made during a live stream, I post to Instagram and then I have a link, you know, in my bio that's attached to that. So you want to make yeah, this? I've seen that. I did this on okay. a live stream. You click here. So that's kind of how okay. I've been trying to do it. Cool. And also, yeah, I would say, like on your Creative Cloud app now, Behance is there. Behance Live. I'm assuming you get the. I always get the notification when there's something live going on there too. So all those little things, it's like check them out because they're so informative, man. There's such great stuff on there. Yeah, I agree. Awesome. All righty. Well, I think that does it, guys. Yeah. Thanks so, so much fun. for coming on again, guys. It's a nice Michael, little tradition. Yeah, really appreciate going it. Here. You have any so closing fun. words, Michael? Yeah. Yeah. Any closing words? <laughs> I don't know if you're closing words. I, don't know I would say like, to say. did we get any close? Yeah, we pretty no, much got it all. The, thanks for the invitation, the nice words about Adobe Live. You know, it's all about like connecting uh, designers with uh, a broader audience. Yeah. And uh, yeah. I want you also, also to thank you for what you're doing with the podcast, because that's, I feel we share the same uh, mission, you know, uh, sure. to uh, foster this community with uh, yeah. Uh, different point of views and yeah it's all right. about creativity promote, and design promote. oh yeah. yeah thanks for doing we're very that. we're very happy with this partnership man it's great we're to work so with you guys exci- on everything. Yeah, yeah we're humbled by it 
cool. And if you could save us a few seats down in front for the sneak <laughs> call, we'd, we'd appreciate <laughs> oh, yeah, it. Right, right, right next yeah. to John Mulaney. Don't there you go. <laughs> oh, I love it that you Those squeeze right. that we'll in. Just get our, we'll just right expect on. a little VIP on our badge when we get there. Thanks, guys. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just yeah. mark it on. Marker, yeah, just marker. Exactly. End of podcast. I'm going use... <laughs> to use capture for that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, yeah, thanks again been, so much for taking. Thank you so much. Hey, one last thing. I wanted to give you guys a heads up on an upcoming webinar that I'm going to be involved with. It's happening on October 22nd, and it's called Freshly Wrapped. It's an inside look at label branding strategies. I'm doing this with my buddy Ryan Wheaton. You've heard him before on the podcast. And we're going to be going over some really cool insight and strategies when it comes to doing packaging for the beverage industry. So join us. It's October 22nd. It's a free webinar. All the information to register will be on my Instagram account. So follow Longo Designs on Instagram. Click on the profile URL and you'll see in my link tree at the very top, there is a button for Freshly Wrapped, an inside look at the label branding strategy. Hope you guys can join us. Yeah. Thank you. Thank Thank you. you so All right. Much. Thanks for tuning in. And with that in mind, keep designing and catch us next time on the Deeply Graphic Design Cast.